0: In tonight's episode of the podcast, I recap the opening games for the NBA playoffs. I'm looking at round one of the NHL playoffs, also recapping Phil's big win at the BGA Championship. I discuss my picks, and as well, I look into the Champions League and Europa League Finals. This is the Draining Jimmys Podcast. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed their weekend. It's still coming to the end of the long weekend. uh, So I hope everyone had a good weekend. Lots happened on the weekend. Busy weekend. NBA first round kicked off. We also had uh, NHL hockey. We had an exciting PGA championship uh, as well. Plus also this week, we also have still the playoffs going on. Plus we have Champions League and Europa League finals. So lots to cover tonight. So let's start off with... Uh, the NBA playoffs first rounds went on the weekend. Kicked off Saturday morning. I had a little talk about it on Saturday. Looked at my predictions on who I liked and going where. But again, it was an exciting uh, first day for the for that first round. Uh, Bucks and the um, Heat went to the wire OT. Different story tonight with the Bucks, just complete domination of that, uh, but exciting. Again, Mavericks winning big against Clippers, uh, Nets winning their big with that tri- uh, with that triple threat, the Blazers winning big against the Nuggets, which I did discuss, uh, Wizards and 76ers. Wizards and 76ers was tight for that majority of the game. Brian Westbrook had some hiccups during the game, and we saw that here. Hopefully that gets cleaned up for the next game suns coming in big showing what they're able to do uh, and also the hawks winning excitingly in new york i was watching that game mostly yesterday um bits and pieces at the beginning and then carried through just because balancing back between that and uh the nhl but again watching till the final third quarter and watching the final minutes of the third quarter and the whole fourth was exciting until the end and you know what the Knicks are looking good you gotta give credit to trey young for what he did was just lights out and just playing phenomenally, and the Grizzlies upsetting the Jazz uh, as well. So again, the weekend was a few was the weekend of upsets. Let's say that. And yes, the Suns. I would some would actually probably consider that an upset because a lot of people are jumping on the Lakers and LeBron and the experience. And you know what? I'm part of that company as well. I am here as well. And but you know what? I would like the Suns to prove me wrong and win. That is one matchup I would like to see those guys winning as well so when i did discuss my little uh predictions here i was looking at uh for the weekend for my matchups just to have that little discussion so i do like the heat against the bucks now some people might hate me on it but we'll see what the heat are going to be doing the celtics i like them to bounce back in game one from game one i still believe in the knicks and see what they're going to do for that i know they don't have that much experience but i think them carrying it over in the battle with Atlanta should be interesting. I uh, did go with the Lakers, but again, I wouldn't be sad if the Suns proved me wrong. I still like the Mavs against the Clippers. Utah will definitely bounce back. Hopefully, Donovan Milch, Mitchell will be there. And again, Portland as well. I do like them for that series. They won big. And again, it's just game one. So right now, you have to wait and see on how everything's going to be happening. It is going to be... Uh, Going forward, it's going to be an exciting uh, couple rounds. It's going to be fun, uh, but again, game one cannot really determine how the series is going to go. We really have to see until game two, three, then we see what's going to happen, and we'll see what if the Suns can bounce back, or sorry, not, or sorry, continue with their go, uh, ways of what playing with, not bounce back, but again, continue with their uh, competition against the Lakers. Can the Wizards uh, rebound? Can Brian Westbrook? get everything out of his head and stop making those mental mistakes. The Knicks, can they rebound after that, getting beaten in their house? And the Jazz, well, were the first seed, and they got beat by the team that's kind of carrying momentum into the playoffs after winning big against Golden State. So, again, look for the Jazz to bounce back, and then we'll see what the battle's like between Denver and Denver and the Portland Trailblazers, but two exciting games tomorrow uh, for Tuesday, Celtics and Nets, as well as Lakers and Suns, and then Wednesday, we have the Mavs and Clippers, Grizzlies and Jazz, so that's looking good, and I am excited for these NBA playoffs, I'm sad that I'm not seeing the Raptors play, but again, uh, a lot of exciting things, and a lot of people are going to be questioning, like if the Sun Lakers go down 0-2, what is going wrong, is there something wrong, um, I think you shouldn't look at the, something's wrong with the Lakers. I think you should look at what uh, the Suns are doing right. What Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Aton are all doing right for this team. And that's what I think people should be looking at. Not what's wrong with the Lakers, but what are the Suns doing right. I think that's it. And same with Portland. Same with those teams that a lot of people are questioning, you know, who's doing what, but like what's Portland going to be doing correctly? What are the Suns doing right? What are the Mavs doing right? Not well. This team's not really great. This nut. It's what these teams are doing. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be some question marks and you know areas in on those teams that you know could have affected. But you have to give credit to those teams that are playing phenomenally. If the Suns come out with two and zero, you have to give them credit. They are a great young team. Again, that's the one thing. That's where my doubts were. Was the youth? They have Chris Paul, which is he's playing MVP type. MVP-type season. You know, his numbers aren't screaming MVP, but what he has done for this team has been great, and I've talked about him before on other episodes on how great he has been and how he should be getting recognition for his uh, play. But again, the playoffs and how everything goes is just the first games. We'll see how everything breaks out. Game 2 already happened between the Bucs and Miami, and looks like the Bucks woke up and showed the domination. That's what they did. That's what it is. I still think that the Heat are going to rebound and find things better. Uh, We'll see if they can play a better game. They are now going to Miami where they're at home. Can that make a difference? We'll see. Uh, But it is definitely going to be a good matchup for them. Can that Miami Heat from last year show up? Now, I know they're not the same team. They're missing pieces, but that team should hopefully do things better down the road. And I am still, again, I would like the Suns to prove me wrong. And I still am liking Portland, the Mavs, all those teams that I mentioned. And we'll see what the Wizards can do. Because I think the Wizards can actually compete with the 76ers. Just mental errors, turnovers. And I know Westbrook was there. And they were definitely going back and forth. But, you know, Bradley Beals was playing well. And, again, those turnovers definitely affected everything going on. So it will be an interesting uh, week for the first round. And, again, it's hard to judge everyone on the first game. It doesn't dictate a series. You have to look at two, three, and see how everything's going to go looking forward, because there's definitely going to be some changes, matchups, everything. A lot of things will be different come game two. We'll see how everything goes, but again, uh, game two, some of them kicked off tonight. Game two is tomorrow and on Wednesday, so we'll see. We'll see if those teams that lost game one are making adjustments to try and get a W in their column much like the NBA, the NHL's first round is also going on. We've already had a week of it, so we've already seen it, and we've seen some series already come to the end. Uh, Colorado has won, and they swept the St. Louis Blues. I will be discussing in that game, as one, because it was one of my picks, I thought the Blues would at least take one, but they have fallen. They lost game four, five to two. And they were swept, especially with, you know, some of the same Lewis Blues players saying, well, look for the upside because we can definitely beat them. Sadly, they definitely were outmatched uh, as well, but I didn't. I had Avalanche winning in five with a gentleman's sweep. Looks like they got the complete sweep there. Uh, Vegas, they are up 3-1 uh, going in as well. Leafs won big. They're up 2-1 in the series. They won tonight. Uh, and my Pittsburgh Penguins, well, they are now down 3-2 in the series. They just lost in OT. So that's a turning point there, and that's going on Wednesday for a big game six. Uh, But Bruins won. They won 4-1. Oilers, uh, they look like they could be swept tonight against Winnipeg. Now, I did have the Oilers winning. Remember that. I did pick the Oilers to win. But what happened was... Remember, I also said that that could have been an upset, too. That is a game that could be because of, well, Connor McDavid and that team. Can they show up? Can they be able to play? That is a tough matchup Uh, for Edmonton. And you know what? Right now, they've been playing outplayed. Their goalie has been better. Hellebuck has stood on his head and played phenomenally, especially the first two games. Game three was a battle. The Oilers gave up game three and just got, boom, uh, just got the comeback and gave up that comeback and lost and it's tough, it really, really is tough, and you know what, we'll see how it goes, I'm also kind of watching highlights of this breakup here, definitely a bad play of Tristan Jari giving up that goal and the game-winning goal to an OT, and it's, right now I'm a little, yeah, I'm not a happy person right now as a PENs fan, uh, but overall, uh, PENs, they played well, they are doing well, And but you know what, Mistakes. Um, I'll discuss more of that on another episode, depending on how everything goes, Wednesday on Saturday's episode of the podcast. But right now, I don't want to be an angry person right now. So going forward, we definitely do have some good matchups. We still have a lot, plenty of hockey left for some teams. We still have one more game to go for Vegas in the wild. Leafs are still going on. Hard to say what's happening with the Oilers and the Jets. Uh, hurricanes, that series is now tied with the Preds. Uh, I thought that was going to be going to six, I believe. And we'll see what happens Wednesday with the Pens. I'll be discussing that on Saturday. Uh, Florida and Tampa are going on as we speak. Uh, Florida is up 3-1 with two and about 2.20 left in the third. So that game could go to, uh, well, it looks like it's going to be going to a sixth game. So we'll see how that goes. And how did I predict that game? Sorry, I believe I had... I did have Tampa winning, which a lot of people did. Let me just take a look here. Tampa, Florida, no. Tampa, yeah, I have that going to six. I do. I was really shocked about the Bruins and the Capitals game. I really thought it was going to be, you know, a lot closer. I had it going to seven. And, sadly, that did not work out. Nashville and Carolina, I thought Carolina was going to be a lot better. They've evened up the series. So, it is definitely an interesting race for the NHL playoffs. And, and again, a lot of question marks. You know, the Leafs have been playing well. They're playing well against Montreal. They seem to have woken up after their loss, especially with the injury to uh, John Tavares. Uh, but again, you know, matchups were great. Uh, again, I thought Washington would put up more of a fight in their series, going down 4-1. I know they had some injuries, but again, you would still think with that offense, with that core, you would think that they'd be able to combat and, and play with the Bruins. And you know what? It was a battle. Uh, they were hitting hard. They hit them great. And you know what? It's, it is what it is. Uh, the series is over. You can't really say much. So right now, Boston's waiting on the winner between the Islanders and the Penguins. And the way the Pens have been finishing out the last couple of games, it wouldn't shock me if the Islanders upset and beat them. That's basically it. Like, it wouldn't shock me now. Uh, I'm not mailing it in. I think the Pens are going to win. I think they should be able to pull it out. It's looking like it's going to game seven. I had this in six. I didn't. I had the pens winning in six because I knew it was going to be a battle, but my question was always going to be Tristan Jari and that defense. And you know what? Jari let them down here. Defense let them down last game. It is definitely an, an error with this team. So can they bounce back? Can they win? It's it's do or die. They go home. They they lose. They go home. They win. They survive. And the one thing that's great about when, if they went on Wednesday, they come back home, but they just lost at home. So right now it's, it's, it's tough to see. I know I said I wouldn't talk about it, but I am, and it's here, but right now, a lot of question marks. So we still have Tampa and Florida going on, Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Uh, we have Vegas still playing, uh, the Toronto and Montreal. We'll see what's happening with Vegas or with Winnipeg and Montreal, because that season, uh, or sorry, not Winnipeg and Edmonton. That game could be ending tonight. Our series could be ending tonight. We'll see. It is going to be a good matchup. It's going to be an interesting final week of hockey. The upsets could be the word of the week. Upsets could be uh, for this series, for the NHL. You know what? Florida's been playing well. But Tampa Bay, everyone knew Tampa Bay is going to be the better team. They have the goalies, the offense. Everyone's healthy. They did lose Kucherov last game, uh, Tampa Bay. So you do miss an important piece. But... Right now, we're looking here at a lot of interesting uh, matchups. We're seeing how everything's folding on. And the next round's going to be good. We saw what Colorado was capable of doing. We saw Boston being a lot better than expected. And you know what? Uh, we're waiting for Vegas to finish it off as well. Right now, Edmonton looks like they're the team. Like Some people had them going deep. But unfortunately, like Winnipeg, again, I thought Hellebuck had to stand on his head. That team and questions about McDavid. As well, everything after McDavid can they repeat with that dominating performance of what they've done for some games? Right now, Winnipeg has basically taken them out. That's what they've done. This this team has taken them out and just made them irrelevant, a one-dimensional team. So, but I will cover more on Saturday of the remainder of the first round. Look at the second round matchups. It's, it all depends on how I'm gonna feel on Saturday. I might be a happy person, I might be an angry person, I might be a you know, might it's time to start talking about what the pens may need to do in their off season, but it's definitely gonna be interesting on how this season's gonna turn out. Um, or how this week is gonna turn out. The regular season's done, the playoffs are on. So it's do or die for the pens on Wednesday so we'll see how everything goes for the rest of the week and also other matchups as well Leafs can definitely take a handle on Wednesday night and possibly in the series on Wednesday see how that goes as well it's it was it's been a tight game they've been battling and you know this this week has had a lot of good games a lot of tight battles a lot of question marks in certain games but overall it's been a great first round of uh, hockey well, early on in the episode, I did discuss about how exciting the weekend was, not just NBA, NHL, but also the PGA Championship. Phil Mickelson became the oldest golfer to win the PGA Championship at the age of 50. Phenomenally, too. And he, I know I talked about Kepka probably taking away from him on Saturday and seeing the battle between because I would have liked to see Kepka, you know, take it uh, take it and have a battle but we saw that but again i cannot take away the credit uh, that phil mickelson is due he had played a phenomenal round of golf yesterday as well just playing phenomenally and he was in control for the whole time it was his to lose if you looked at it kapka you know he didn't play great he fell apart uh finishing second but again fell apart louis ustazen tried to make a a run for it as well. He had issues, but the toughest holes on the course, especially the final ones, definitely took away from everyone. That's what had happened in Phil. Despite everything that he has been like the last couple of years, today he looked like the old Phil. Of just being able to control the ball, dominant, having hitting big long drives, and he just played in control and just kept his momentum, kept his cool and strategized. Him and his caddy, his brother Tim, were just great together. And they just made sure they hit the right spots and did everything correctly. And if he hit a bad shot into a bad spot, he was able to recover with his short game. And that was just remarkable in some of the holes that he did. Some of them he held out and some just he played remarkably. Just in control the whole entire time. And you know what? For what he's done and for the game of golf, this is huge. So I do congratulate Brooks, or not Brooks Koepka, uh, Phil Mickelson on winning Brooks Kepka, congratulations on second place, so uh, sorry, <laughs> but again, Phil, for what he has done, has been remarkable, and he has been, he has been playing very, very well uh, this whole weekend, and being in the lead the whole entire time, and not giving up, he only, he had, a, he finished one over for the day, but again, it was just how he played, he never Collapse. He never had that bad day where we saw Brooks. Brooks went down from a six under, and at one point he was down to, you know, three under for the round and definitely bound and had to get himself back up. But again, finished two over uh, for the round. Didn't help him out, but he tried to get there. But again, that course, that tough, tough course, was definitely there. And what I talked about last week in the episode of the PGA, I talked about that we will probably see low scores, but nothing dominating and controlling. Like Phil played like Phil played consistent and smart. His management of the course was incredible. He wasn't dominating, he was hitting good balls, he was hitting smart shots, but he was using his management, his experience, his expertise, everything that he did for years past, he played it very well. He didn't go out there and shoot uh, four under and then win it in a big fashion. He definitely played strategically and you know what he won by a two shot lead. And I talked about other major other or not masters, other PGA championships where the leader didn't really dominate. There was about one, two, three stroke lead from your second place. Some of them were ones. And we saw that there. And again, this course did beat you up. And I said, whatever you do on Saturday will definitely not be there on Sunday. But what Phil did, he just he was consistent. He was conservative, and he protected his lead. And you know what? Those that tried to be aggressive and tried to attack right away, they, the course paid made them pay that price. That You saw that. You saw a lot of things there. Um, one person I want to give credit to who played very well uh, and definitely gave himself some time to... Get himself back in the picture and took advantage of an exemption with Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler played well, shooting 1-under, getting a top-10 finish. Tied with him in Morikawa. Abraham Answer. I want to give him some credit too. I did talk about, hey, we may see someone get some big, someone go off and maybe take the lead. Well, Answer didn't really do that, but he did finish 7-under for the day. And finished 1-under for the whole tournament. Getting himself back there and he played great. It was definitely notable. Uh, Corey Connors definitely had his struggles. Uh, no top 10 to 10 finish for him. Uh, plus one, or even for the whole tournament, plus one on the day. And it looks like on everything that he did well on that Thursday, just day one, or sorry, day two, day three, and the final round just did not go well for him. It looks like. Course, uh, <laughs> made it looks like the course punished him, uh, for what he did on Thursday. But again, Core Connors hasn't been playing bad, but it's just this type of course definitely beat them up. And again, uh, when I talked last week and talked about how this course or how the scores were going to be low, and you know what, we saw we see low scores, like I said, but we're, we're going to see super low scores like we saw the weekend before. Or like weeks past where you know you're winning by five, six strokes, but at the same time too, you're winning, you're shooting uh, 19 under, 20 under, you know, 25 under. These big scores that we've seen a couple times this season, and you know it, it didn't happen. You got to give credit to Kiwiwa, uh for designing a great course uh, and making it a tough course. And the wins, the bunkers, the pin placements, it was just remarkable and how well they did that, and got to give credit to the course, the superintendents, all of them, for doing that very well, it was a good tournament, it was great, everyone was excited, you saw the crowd chasing Phil, but overall, again, Phil just played, you saw the veteran there, you saw the expert, you saw the six-time major champion, you saw what he was able to do, you saw the experience from years past be there, and you know what, he just played it remarkably, and he, he didn't attack it. He played the course conservatively, and he did. And he let everyone else try to chase him, and that's what he did. He let everyone try to chase him. He was the target, and those that tried to get there and beat him, they were just not able to match that course. So again, congratulations to Phil Mickelson on winning his sixth major, on becoming the oldest golfer in, the, in history. To win a major is an accomplishment. It's great for the game of golf. We all hope that Tiger can come back and play well uh, and just hopefully do that as well. Uh, One golfer I did forget to talk about, Adam Hadwin. I'm definitely going to look at to see how he finished overall. He uh, looks like he evened for the final round, uh, finished eight over for the whole entire tournament. Uh, Again, this course definitely beat a lot of golfers this week, and it showed, we saw how tough it could be. Uh, DeChambeau looks like he collapsed with a five over yesterday. Webb Simpson didn't play too bad, but again, this course here definitely showed tough. And you know what? It's great to see a lot of these people under par, but it definitely showed that a lot of people we uh, showed definitely showed how tough this course is, and definitely what the majors are going to be looking for. Again, when we had the majors last year, uh, it was later on in the year, so the courses are going to be different. And this year, we're definitely seeing what the courses were doing. We saw the Masters already. Only one was there in double digits. That was Matsuyama. We saw what Phil did. Just finishing 6-under. So right now, it's looking good. And we'll see what the U.S. Open and the British Open's like. Uh, We all know what St. George can be. But again, UK weather, the wind can definitely make a course very tough to play. It's definitely tough to try and do that. But again... uh, One more time, congratulations to Phil on winning the PGA Championship. Again, remarkable uh, mark there in history for what he has done, playing phenomenally this weekend. Uh, Definitely showed his experience and definitely played very, very well. Well, another disappointing weekend for my picks. I went 2-3. and three. I thought I would get those surprise games, surprise wins. I definitely put my uh, money, well, my no money, where my mouth was. So the Wizards, or sorry, I had the 76ers winning. I had the Dodgers winning. They both played great. Uh, the 76ers played well in their first round. I uh, definitely took advantage of what uh, Brian Westbrook was doing. I talked about that earlier on in the game. Dodgers... Definitely played well, dominating fashion against the Giants. So both great games. The Blues, uh, Capitals, and the Knicks all fell. I thought the Blues would at least take one. They were on the verge of a sweep, and you would like to see them take it, but they did not meet that. They bit the bullet, and they are done for the year. Uh, so we'll see them next year in October for the NHL season. Uh, but that was a. I thought they were going to win, and then you know. Boston was the better team yesterday. You think that Washington would stand up, get be more competitive? they were laying out hits. We saw what they were doing in that first game, and some other games as well when they went into OT. But again, Washington just did not meet up and meet the. Was not able to battle against this Boston Bruins team. Boston was great this series, um, but again, the hits, the injuries, the tolls on Washington. I thought the series would go to seven, but it definitely was. And then. We talked about the excitement of the Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. Knicks played great uh, up until the very end, and Trey Young did what he had to do. A lot of people were definitely thinking of, you know, Reggie Miller and the Knicks and what they were doing uh, back in the day with that battle in that house. And you know what? A lot of people, you know, chanted, booed. They definitely went after Trey Young in that atmosphere. And we know what Madison Square Gardens can be. We know what they can do, and definitely when they want to they can definitely be aggressive and we'll see how everything goes in that series but a tough one uh for that so overall 14 and 11 for my little roundabout for this series uh had to make an adjustment because i just found out that my math was terrible i was never 12 and 9 because that's only 21 games i was actually 12 and 8 so with my 2 and 3 uh 14 and 11 so we'll see how this week goes. So for a 5-0, give myself at least a good winning percentage there, especially with everything going on uh, in the NBA playoffs and the NHL and, you know, MLB. So it's good. Uh, But again, hopefully for a bounce-back week for my picks. It was definitely a tough one, uh, back-to-back 2-3. Not good for the win column. So yesterday we ended with a championship, and this week we start with two new championships. Uh, We have Champions League and Europa League finals kicking off. Wednesday is Europa League's final with is with Manchester United versus Villa Real. And then Saturday we have the battle of the English Premier League in Champions League with Manchester City and Chelsea. So it's definitely an exciting week for the world of soccer when you have these two tournaments going on. Man City has clinched the English Premier League, so that's great for them. You know, it's definitely gonna be an exciting this week as well when you have your first Championships uh, for this club. Now, Man City has been playing well all year. They definitely finished uh, English Premier League in a dominating performance, and they played well against their opponents uh, throughout the semis and the quarters. Quarters going, going all the way back to. Uh, February they have been playing very very well so when we're looking here I am liking Man City to win I do they have been playing well uh, Chelsea has been up and down uh, through this you know they've played well against Real Madrid but they have been struggling with opponents in Champions League especially with the battle of trying to get into Champions League for next year they did finish fourth in English Premier League but it definitely was a struggle to try and get there. And they've definitely had their ups and downs this season. Uh, but it could all change when it comes to the finals this week. Especially when you're playing a rivalry, a rival sorry, of Manchester City. So you might as well give it all your all to win that trophy. And you know what? It wouldn't shock me if Chelsea did. But I am liking Manchester City as the winner for this. Just for how well they have been playing this season. How well they've been playing well in the tournaments. you know, And how well they have been playing... In their league, and especially with their battle between PSG, they've been playing well against them. So we've seen them play against some good clubs. Uh, now with Europa League, with Villa versus Man U, uh, I am liking Man U. Yes, I am a fan. I am liking what they're capable of doing. But it's definitely going to be a, t- a good matchup for that. Tough matchup. All championship matchups are tough because you want them to win. It's not like aggregate where you have those two games to try and get you a chance to move on this is one and done winner goes home winner takes home the big one so we'll see how this matchup goes uh, but again i am lucky man city and i'm lucky man you to take home the titles for the respected uh tournaments so that's it for the show tonight uh, i hope you enjoyed it definitely had a busy weekend with the pga championship in phil making history big exciting week with the nhl and nba playoffs And, you know, hopefully this week I get a little bit better with my picks. Uh, So overall, uh, this week we do have the Charles Schwab Championship for PGA. Yes, golf is still going on. U.S. Open is a few weeks away, uh, kicking off on. I just had the schedule up here for a second. We are looking at the 17th is when round one starts. Can Bryson... uh, repeat can you get back to what he has done i will be doing another special with the major on this so tune into that when i do that as well usual wednesday the week of the wednesday night of the uh, major so tune into that episode definitely going to be an exciting tournament exciting tournaments over the next week so again schwab is going on i'll talk about the final the first three rounds on saturday uh, especially with the field, uh, memorials happening the week after, so definitely gonna be excited for that tournament as well. Uh, can ROM repeat as well? So we're looking at uh, for exciting two weeks, especially leading up to three weeks. There are tournaments happening in between as well. The Palmetto Championship uh, happening in South Carolina, so that's going on as well. So we do have some tournament's coming up as well getting all the golfers ready to go uh Phil Mickelson no longer needs that U.S. exemption by winning the PGA championship he is exempt from all other majors uh well actually just exempt from the U.S. Open uh, because he uh that's the only one he hasn't won so that's a big tournament right there that's his white whale so we'll see how that goes uh, but again uh he has won the other majors the other three so he's exempt from those for life And then he's just got to win the U.S. Open for that. But the reason why I mentioned that is before the PGA Championship, he was given a special exemption to get into the U.S. Open. By winning the PGA Championship, he's given exemption for the next five years. Unless he wins the U.S. Open uh, in June, but hard to say. But again, it's exciting to see. Uh, Phil get there and earn that and get that right which he definitely wanted to fight for and we saw that this weekend uh, but I will get to the U.S. Open uh, that week before on the 16th and talk about that and get everything ready to go so definitely going to be an exciting week as well again Charles Schwab we have the NHL playoffs the NBA playoffs going on we may see some faces some upsets this week uh, going into those playoffs we'll see and again remember game ones for the NBA season or NBA playoffs doesn't really matter again two three we'll definitely see on how those play out so I do hope you enjoyed tonight's episode uh, it was a lot of fun so don't forget Saturday I'll talk about the first uh, three rounds of Charles Schwab I'll talk the finals for Champions League updates on NHL and NBA playoffs look into some baseball and also I will be doing a top 10 and my picks have yourself a great week Enjoy the rest of your night. This is the Training Jimmys Podcast.